What's going on, fellas? I'm here at the office doing a, uh, let's see if I can keep this at 10 minutes or so, but quickly, I wanted to talk about something that you kind of, maybe you don't notice unless you are a quote unquote red pill man or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's very few men will actually pick up on this. Too many men are just NPCs. Too many people, not just men, too many people are just kind of going with the flow and living their day-to-day lives. And maybe they don't take a step back and observe things that are going on. I mean, you just look around at our society today. Everybody's hunched over, staring at their smartphone, taking in all types of negativity. And uh, uh, Let's be real. The vast majority of social media is negative. Now, there are great things. Like, my favorite things uh, on, as far as the new tech is the ability to stream podcasts like this one. I mean, I listen back to my shit. I don't toot my own horn. My favorite podcasts are mainly like Red Pill Podcast, Turkey Flicking Monkey, Joe Rogan, stuff like that. Um, but stuff like that isn't 100% negative. Uh, but in general, most people are looking at social media, taking pictures of themselves, you know, cruising Instagram or whatever it is they use, which, which probably they use that, Facebook, Twitter, but some people use all three. I was on all three. I am slowly weaning myself off of Facebook due to uh, just being banned too many times. I just I just don't want to be on the platform anymore. I'm just, I'm, even though I don't, I still have the addiction because I'm on the, the I'm on Minds, which is Minds just unbanning Facebook without banning. But I say all that to say this. I say that people are kind of not observing of the moment. They don't care. They feel the society as it is needs to be like the same, which is often vexes me. It often vexes me because so many people want so much reform. They want the world reformed for their, particularly for their generation. It's not like they have some deep seated bleeding heart meaning behind whether they want what they want. They kind of just want the world to be shaped into something that benefits them even at the expense of future generations like the baby boomers and their fucking social security which I don't even want to get into but and the thing that I'm actually alluding to when I talk about people not noticing it is that the, the in general deferment and the concession to the female gynocentrism uh, if you will why does a society conform and defer to the female you see it in the education system you see it generally with how women think I mean how people think when people look at relationships they think of women being victims and the man cheating and everything so much so hard on the woman and being a stay at home mom is so much harder it's the hardest job in the world and often people can't even conceptualize the man's perspective in a relationship so that's why you hear bullshit like who hurt you you've been hurt you know what I'm saying a man is not supposed to get hurt a man is a machine a man is a tool therefore to be used by a woman and nothing more the fact that his relationship uh, relationships fail 100% of that is put on the man's shoulders the fact that there are so many single mothers is all of that's put there's literally no area where you where we as a society are like women y'all are responsible for this they aren't responsible for shit they often reap the benefits of things that they take no responsibility for i.e. their votes and society and marriages and whatnot. but you have to ask, why? Why is society so kind of centric? Why does the world defer to women in general? Not even just America, but let's just talk about America. Why does America defer to women in general? Let's unpack that. You see, I think it's antiquated. I think there's two things at play here. 
number one, you got the male sex drive, simping from back in the day, you know, with the original women's rights. Now, I'm, I'm at a little bit of odds with that. I'm, a lot of people are like, the female vote should have never happened, women's rights should have never happened, first wave feminism, at least, I think when we speak on women's rights, we have to be clear. We're talking about the advantages. We're talking about the family court. We're talking about deferment. We're talking about gynocentrism. We're not talking about the basic human rights, property rights, right? Even like rights to divorce. I don't think you could say that, that, that divorce or marriages should be ironclad. I think marriage, the dis- dissolution of marriages need to be severely reformed. Uh, alimony and child support honestly should not even really be a thing. It needs to be written into the marriage contract between the two individuals and the state needs to stay the fuck out of it but that's neither here or there but other than that when we talk about those things we're talking about that now i have to say i as a black person had to have a weird view because i've been without verification i there's no way i can really verify this but intersectionality and feminism they tie they try to hitch their wagons to quote unquote the black community and i as a black man have to kind of listen to what they're saying i don't believe them but i kind of have to take it into consideration and their points they make is this you know without first wave feminism and, and all that that black people would have never kind of started to make the climb that they did now we made strides and then we fucking fell the fuck off after uh lyndon johnson's great society in my opinion uh, and verifiably looking at the single motherhood rate didn't exist didn't exist before London Street Johnson and second wave feminism so it's kind of like we're cutting our nose off to spot our face so they're saying basically the feminist claim is this they say that the deferment to women is based off of I'm not sorry the referment to women I'm talking about uh, they're saying that, the, that without women's rights black people would have never gotten rights and I don't whilst there were a lot of white women involved in white supremacy and Jim Crow and all that shit, so it's not like they, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they had a hand in that. They didn't. I mean, there were white people who were down for, you know, the freedom of people, because I don't think it was necessarily that that white people were pro-black when they got involved in uh, prohibition and all that stuff in the actual civil rights movement. I think they were pro-human. I'm not, you know, like, that sounds kind of corny to downplay what the their involvement was but i think the people white people that you see did see involved in the quote-unquote uh civil rights movements prohibition and whatnot were like doing it because it was right and some people there are people in the world contrary to proper belief of all races and genders who will take on tyranny when it where it rises except today when the left is the tyrannical ones and they have the media having you thinking oh, the orange man is evil so everything you do on your side is a-okay but again i kind of drifted off topic here why and i asked and i go right into it why does our society defer to the female in the way that it does in so many aspects that it does My theory is this. I think that there is this deferment to the female is because of an antiquated thought. And the thought is antiquated that, that women were not in the positions that they are now. They were, quote unquote, the weaker sex. The, they had all the babies. They were always in a position of kind of weakness because they weren't in the workforce and you know, all of these things. I want to say like the 1950s gender dynamics. I always look back, harken back to those era, that era because that's where male gender roles are at. 
our gender roles are still where they were in 1950. Now women are in the workforce. They're earning the majority of wages, as a matter of fact, when they don't have children. They out-earn men. And some could be the fact that women are as capable as men in a lot of things. And some could be attributed to that feminism has set into place bullshit like affirmative action, which benefits only women. And the hiring, preferential hiring based off of, you know, a minority category, which women are not a minority, but yet they still have and benefit from everything that the civil rights movement tried to set straight. As a matter of fact, white women, even though they claim feminism had a hand in uplifting black people, kind of hurt black folks with their fucking bullshit about black females jumping ship to feminism. But we don't want to talk about that stuff. Either or. The deferment to women was based off of an antiquated idea that they were having kids and they were having all the kids and they were taking care of the homes and that they were always in a position of weakness, which is not the case anymore. As a matter of fact, they are in a position of strength. They're in a forced position of strength. Because remember, when you do preferential hiring and law stating you have to have a female board member, which is complete bullshit, like they not only have resulted in the expansion of government to like an astronomical level, uh, I think welfare spending was at like three trillion dollars or something like that I saw for a year like four per year it's mandatory spending so not even as much as y'all orange man is bad to y'all liberals he can't even touch it it's mandatory spending and only congress can really fuck with the budget and the only thing they can cut don't they can they can cut a very few things the government can cut education they can cut the military and that's really it mandatory spending and social security unemployment health care and uh yeah free gibbs pretty much social security it's all gibbs Forgives for people, but that shit is the rest of the shit is untouchable, which is not what I wanted to talk about. But the society as a whole, particularly in America and in the West, the deferment to the female was because of those things, because of the 1950s. And I have to reference that again here, not only when discussing male gender roles, but if you look at the benefits that females get in, in, in general, it's why the gender dynamics are what they are. I mean, it's one of the funniest things when discussing anything with a female, with a woman, I'm sorry, is that they will look at a man's experience or try to listen to a man's experience of a conversation that's going both ways, which is very rare with the females because they're very solipsistic and self-centered in in general. That's their nature. I'm not, you know, this is an incel babble. The women in general are self-centered and solipsistic. That is their nature. They have an own group preference. I mean, they only give a fuck about the female. That's why when you bring up like men's rights or anybody will bring up the you know half of rapes are done unto men half of uh i'm sorry half of domestic violence or no i'm sorry it's like 49 percent, 48 percent of domestic violence is done unto men by women they don't want to hear that as a matter of fact it doesn't even it's some for some reason the brain's short circuit it doesn't even register to them and i, I don't know i don't even want to get into that but Here's why their deferment needs to fucking end. So we've definitely gone over our 10 minutes here, but um, I'm going to just talk about why their deferment needs to end, and then I'm bringing back a segment I kind of ignored here uh, on this show, but I want to bring back one of the segments from my original show, or the beginning of the, when I did the, pod, did the podcast. So the deferment needs to end because women are not having the babies that they used to have, and women have forcibly by the law and diversity quotas and 
in a lot of ways, unfair means, some fair means, but mostly unfair means have been brought up and beyond where the men are. Essentially, all of women are performing in, in our society, ranked above 99% of men. Women are calling and crying about oppression at this day, to this day still because they are looking up at the 1% of men. There's very, very, very small percentage of men that they are looking up at and complaining about talking about gender depression because at the very, very, very top, billionaires and whatnot, uh, they call that the glass ceiling that they can't crack because, let's be real, the vast majority of human beings can't even crack that. And the vast majority of those people at that level, there's a few, maybe less than a dozen, maybe less than 10 black males in that role. It's mostly males up there. Uh, you got Mackenzie Bezos who got it all through divorce, but as far as your, you know, your upper echelon, your Elon Musk, your Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin's, and I'm not talking about just political power, but money uh, and everything, right? Though that group is all mostly white men. Some black men, maybe some Latino men. There's definitely a lot of Asian men up in the upper echelon, multi-billionaire types. There's a lot of uh, African billionaires nowadays uh, from what I was seeing in Forbes recently. But deferment, gendered deferment. The idea that we are just going to dismiss the experience of men and the suicide rate amongst young boys, we have to just, it has to end. This gender deferment shit, we have to stop dismissing the experiences of people based off their fucking gender. Because somebody has a penis, and I'm not even being biased because I'm a male and I'm saying that we should care about men because I'm a man, I want people to care about me. No, this has to end because fucking look what is going on with young boys. Young boys are feeling so much right now. They, their suicide rates at an all-time high. Their grades are at an all-time low. Their college participation is at an all-time low. They are not going to be the men that are going to protect and provide for the society. And women, no matter how powerful they get through feminism and, and actual hard work, almost sometimes, they are going to... It's just killed relationships and families and what sustains a society. Because more so than... Anything else that sustains a society, it is families, children, and stable environments. A community in a country is not the land or the, you know, any other antiquated bullshit. It is the people, it is their resources, and it is the, pro the production of more people and more resources. Now, I've had arguments about immigration because some people are like, we'll just use immigration to replace the people since feminism has killed off the birth rates, but... Immigration is bringing nothing but the Overton window being shed on. And, you know, if these people immigrate here, collapse the society by instituting socialism like they had in fucking everything south of the border and wherever else we get immigrants from, you know, they can easily migrate themselves back to their fucking home countries and call it a day. But they essentially came into our society, our homes, destroyed it and left. And if we go to fucking, let's make this clear. In the event of a collapse of America, you think Mexico is going to let names of us just barrel into that shit and start jumping on the government entitlement system? No, because they really don't have the one that we have as big as we have. As a matter of fact, looking at all, just on the left, just everything on the left. And I'm, I, not to, I also, I'm also critical of the right. I mean, Trump's doing a lot of stupid shit. He went after a gamers, dumb as fuck. He's fucking up a lot of, you know, the economy with trade, dumb as fuck. He is caving on a lot of gun legislation and doing using a lot of scare tactic legislation, dumb as fuck. So let's not give them any, let's not hold back on them as well. But on the left, 
here's something I have to be extremely critical of. Because at the end of the day, everything, like I said, the society is the people and its resources. And when you look at the AOCs and the Kamala Harris's and the Bernie Sanders's and Beto and I mean, Tulsi is one of my one of the few I actually like on that side. But Bernie Sanders and even Joe, uh, creepy Joe. These people have these radical free stuff ideas because at the end of the day, the Democrats are being dragged further to the left than they actually are. Most Democrats are actually standing on the right because the Overton window is gone. Anybody who was like a traditional conservative is a Nazi right now, and a, a classical liberal is a, a right winger in the Overton window right now. But you know, I've gone way over my time, and just to talk on politics, but like because women's vote, because women in nature need free shit, their nature is to be provided for and protected. They have to be promised more and more and more shit to galvanize their vote. Their vote is emotional and emotional alone. No logic or policy is thought into their vote. That's why the Democrats own the female vote. And to get more of the female vote and the immigrant vote, these leftists, everybody that's quote-unquote running as a Democrat right now, their spending plan, it's going to cost more than all the money in the world. As a matter of fact, we calculated the AOC plan, you would need to raid that planet that's like 50 light years away. There's a planet 50 light years away allegedly made of 100% diamond. You would need to figure out interstellar travel, get all that mined, and bring it back here to pay for AOC's deal. To do Kamala Harris, Bernie Sanders plans, we would need to raid and rob all of the Russian economy and British economy and Swedish economy combined just to sustain AO, uh, not AOC, uh, just to sustain Bernie, Kamala, and a few of the other Democrats, oh, Beto's plans, their spending. You, you got to go on YouTube. It's a libertarian guy, so he's not a right winger. He has a video called Free Stuff 2020. Look that up. But deferring to women needs to end, period. We are failing in half the country. And if you keep failing boys, you ultimately fail women. Because all these chicks are where are all the good men at. They ride the cock carousel till they're 40, 40 years old. Then they want to talk about how they regret not having kids. Or they were worse than not having kids. They had six or seven kids, about six or seven dudes. The kids had no structure, no upbringing. Because the mom is emotional. She's running around trying to get her needs met from external forces. Because that is female nature in itself. And she didn't fucking raise those kids other than being emotional. So, in just generation after generation of this shit, ultimately society is going to collapse because it just can't afford it. It's just going to run out. We're just going to run out of people who are sustainers and builders. Which is neither here nor there. But we have to get back to treating our males and boys like human beings. And we have to consider their experiences. And that's pretty much all I wanted to say. Now, this is a long episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I always talk about the time limits, but y'all stay with me one last second. So, I gotta bring back a segment that I had at the beginning of this podcast. If those of you who've been around for a while know what I'm talking about. So, we have the return of the closing segment. And this one, probably, let's keep this at two minutes. You know, you can look around in your life, anybody as an individual, particularly I'm talking to you guys, but, and you can think about what you have, what do you value, what is the most valuable thing you have, what's your greatest asset. Some of us have our homes and our jobs, because our job is an asset that provides you know, the capital to purchase and procure assets. So some for them, it's our careers. For some, it's their homes. For some, it's their car. For some, it's their nest egg, if they have one, retirements and whatnot. Now, while all of those, all of those things are 
yes, uh, exceedingly valuable, especially to the individual. There's something else, and I was thinking about just my past and and things I want back, time I want to get back. I want to get back my teenage years, going back to high school, going back to doing shit over my 20s. And it made me realize, you know, there's something that, that's more valuable or as valuable as all your physical access assets is your time. Your time is in an unrenewable asset that goes by the day. Like you're losing time by the day as a human being because we are a finite, we live finite lives and that's fine. But your time is very valuable, guys. And giving it away to these gaslighters, and I'm not talking about just relationships, because let's say you have a job and you're being gaslit to promotions, and there's a little, like we as men, we actually face glass ceilings in the workforce. But particularly talking about the red pill, we're talking uh, men waste most of their time and money on women. So I have to, not being sexist, not insult babble, I have to discuss women. So, Seeing that time is one of your most valuable assets, not only are you wasting your physical assets like your money and all that shit on women, but you're wasting time. You need to stop giving your fucking time away for free. It is an asset. It is valuable. It means the world. If you really want to look at it, like considering yourself, if you were near late 80s or much later in life, your time. It's all you think about as you get older is getting shit back. Time you want back. So, fellas, realize that your time is very valuable. And cherish it. And be very selective about who you give it to. It should come at a cost. You need to get mutual benefit for your time. No more of this free meal Fred shit. No more of this food dude. Dinner whoring. Taking care of single mothers. None of... No no more start saying no fellas your time is valuable and yeah your blizzard brain it'll drive you to defer your money your time because your lizard brain is telling you to have sex but ultimately your lizard brain is only doing that to procure to to facilitate reproduction but it shouldn't be in that much control so you realize that there's more to life than sex. I know the red pill community and the P-Ways don't want to hear that, but ultimately your time should be more valuable to you than just cheap flings. Now, while cheap flings are fun and you should definitely go have them if you have access to them, you should not be putting so much of your time into it to where you're wasting away or you're blowing away something you could be doing or your dream. You're giving up on a dream or you're putting something on the back burner that doesn't need to be on the back burner. I'm telling, I'm saying all this stuff from experience, and I'm hopefully hoping any of you young young men can hear this shit and kick your sex drives in the ass a little bit and take control and see what you need to do and where you want to go in life and work toward that thing, whatever it is, whatever your purpose is. But we got to stop giving away our time and giving up our meanings and our purposes and our wallets and our lives and our houses and everything and our cards for women that don't fucking love us. For women that don't appreciate us, for women that won't cook or clean, once they get that fucking ring, because I, I, that's a rhyme and it actually makes a lot of sense. Once she gets that ring, she's no longer going to cook and clean. So, all these people are here to waste your time and treat you like shit and use you as a disposable utility, including the government. And why? Why are these actors all actors as in you know forces within your life women the government all these why are they worth your time your time is all you got like i said most of us if we're lucky we got 80 years tops 
and every second of that is valuable. Use it sparingly, guys. Use it accordingly and use it in a way that benefits yourself and not just satisfying baser instincts or stupid urges that your society, your family, or pressures from external forces have put on you. Think about yourselves because you're, you're the only one that's going to go in your casket at the end of your 80 years if you're lucky. And most of us aren't even going to make it to see those 80. Most of us will get 60. So think about what I'm talking about, guys. Really think about it. I'm out. <laughs>